This is episode number 169, Crush It Mondays, A Better Way to Set Goals. Welcome to the Sonia Looney Show. This is a podcast about how to live a high-performance life, spanning the categories of mindset, plant-based nutrition, and inspiring stories to help you be better every day. And this is an episode of Crush It Mondays, where each week I'll bring you an inspiring message, habit, or contemplation to get your week off to a powerful start. Welcome back from holidays, my friends. I hope that you had an amazing time. We just got back today from our New Mexico and Arizona trip, and it was such a treat to get to ride outside for a couple of weeks. We're back here in Kelowna in winter, and I have about two months until the baby is due, so my outdoor riding is over, and not because of where I'm at in my pregnancy, but just because you can't really ride outside here anymore. But I'm happy to be home, and I really enjoyed our time down there. I've noticed recently that a lot of you have been purchasing my cookbook, Plant Power Tribe. Thank you very much. And if you haven't heard of my Plant Power Tribe cookbook, it is a digital cookbook with really simple and delicious recipes that are optimized for athletic performance. And you can get those at moxieandgrit.com, M-O-X-Y and grit.com. And I'm also working on launching a Plant Power Tribe website that has been in the works for quite some time. And I just have to put my finishing touches on that. I also noticed that a lot of you have joined my Plant Power Tribe Facebook group. It's free. Anybody can join and you don't have to be plant-based to join it. It's just about adding in healthier foods. So feel free to join. It's at Plant Powered Tribe with Sonia Looney on Facebook. If you're enjoying the Crush It Mondays, and thank you to those of you who have sent me messages about it. I sincerely appreciate that. You might enjoy a free copy of my resilience ebook. It's called Partly Sunny, Cultivating a Resilient Mind. And all you have to do is sign up for my newsletter at sonyalooney.com slash newsletter to get a free copy of this 22-page ebook. And it's a little bit about my story and where I came from, and then some tips that I think are really important for building a resilient mind. And this is one of my favorite themes, one of my favorite things to talk about, and I'm super stoked that you guys have been reading this book. Or you can get it at moxieandgrit.com as well. Before we get into it, I just want to say thank you to our podcast sponsor this week, Sufferfest Beer. And Sufferfest loves celebrating people who earn their beer, meaning that these are beers that were designed to be grabbed at the trailhead or shared with your friends after you do something epic. And I really loved the branding of this company, especially after I got to know Caitlin Landisberg, who's formerly known as Caitlin Looney. She's kind of my soul sister, and she's also been a guest on this podcast that episode is linked in the show notes about how she started Sufferfest. And she started this company just because she wanted to brew beer, the type of beer that she wanted to drink. And then it blew up into this big company. They have four different types of beer that are formulated with intentionally chosen ingredients that are incredibly high quality to enhance the flavor and add to your enjoyment. And they're also crafted to remove gluten. So if you're worried about gluten, they actually use an enzyme that takes it out, which is a really good way to make beer. I've tried some, quote, gluten-free beers that aren't very good, and the gluten-remove beers are just a lot better because of the brewing process. I love that Sufferfest Beer is a female-founded and run company. There are not enough of those in the beer space, and Caitlin and her team have just done such an incredible job. Go to their website, sufferfestbeer.com, or look for them in your local liquor store in the United States. They're really good, and they are perfect for all of us athletically-minded people who want a good beer after a hard effort. 
So we're a few days into January, and oftentimes around this time of year, people make a declaration of a new lifestyle goal or habit, and it can be hard to stick with it. And while I'm not somebody that really sets New Year's resolutions, I am somebody that likes to regularly think about where I'm at in my life, and I regularly set different types of goals or even just paths that I want to head out on for my career or for myself as an athlete. And it's important to revisit those multiple times per year. So that's why I don't really make New Year's resolutions. And according to research by the University of Scranton, 92% of people don't achieve their New Year's resolution goals. And I think it's because the year rolls around and they say, yeah, I'm going to set this huge thing, but they don't actually have a good process or a good reason to want to stick to that goal. We want to create habits to be happier and healthier, but change is not always easy. And if we genuinely want to discover the best version of ourselves, why do we give up on some of these goals? Well, my husband, Matt, and I were talking about goal setting whenever we were driving back from our trip. And he said that he doesn't like setting goals. And I said that I used to really set lots of goals and I used to be super goal oriented. But as my career has shifted from uh, my previous career was I had my master's degree in electrical engineering and I worked in the space of engineering And my goals were really focused on like getting a certain grade in school or getting a certain number of projects done. And a lot of my achievements weren't really based upon something that other people could truly affect. I was 100% in control of what my goals were. But I realized that over time, especially with where my career has gone, and this is, is true for a lot of people, we end up setting goals that are based on things that we can't always control. So let me give you an example. Example would be setting a race result as a goal. I want to get top five in a race or I want to win a race. And you can't really control what result you're going to get. Instead, you could control and set goals based on your process, how you're going to train, when you're going to show up, what you're going to eat for your regular diet so that you could be be the best athlete that you can be so that when you show up on race day, you're ultimately your best version of yourself and you're going to perform at your best. But you really can't control what's going to happen on race day and you can't control how fit other people are relative to you. So that's just one example of a different way to set a goal. Another goal that I think is not a good goal, these are all things that I've done that I've realized aren't the best, is like setting a sales goal for a business or setting a goal that you want to have a New York Times bestselling book or setting a goal that you want to achieve a certain ranking or a certain number of downloads in a podcast. Again, these are all things that I've thought about for myself, but setting a goal like this or like these makes it really hard because again, I can't control what the outcome is going to be. I could write a great book, but it might not become a bestselling book because that's based on other people. So I could commit to writing a certain number of pages per day or getting a writing coach or hiring a good editor. And those will help me write the best book that I can write instead of trying to say, oh, I hope that I can write the best book relative to other people. Another goal is, you know, you could say, well, I want to have X number of Instagram followers or get X number of likes on a post. And I used to, a couple years ago, I used to be really focused on that, but I got really frustrated and disillusioned as time went on because I wasn't achieving what those goals were. And I felt like there was nothing that I could possibly do to achieve those goals because all of it was out of my control. So instead of worrying about how many likes or how many followers, I just said, I'm going to create stuff that matters to me and I'm going to be consistent about that. So that was a different way of setting a goal. 
there are multiple reasons why we don't achieve our goals. We get stuck in all or none thinking, and sometimes we don't even start working towards a goal or habit because it seems too unattainable. When we make a mistake or slip up en route to our goal, we give up and revert back to our old habits because sticking to new ones seems too hard. We don't create a support network or an environment that's good for change. Our goals sometimes are not specific or measurable enough, or we are just worried about changing our identity or how other people will perceive us if we start doing something different. We also tie our happiness and satisfaction to the outcome of the goal itself, which leaves us in an endless pursuit of saying, I'll be happy when I achieve X. And this is a problem because you can't control the future, you can't control the outcome, and if you're always putting your happiness to the future of when you achieve that thing, then you're never going to really feel happy. And whenever you do achieve the thing, it's not going to feel good enough. So it's important to set goals where you can feel satisfied with your process for the person that you're becoming when you show up every single day or every single week to start working towards whatever the thing is that you want to work towards. Feeling good about daily actions is something that helps me stay on track and it also helps me feel more empowered and in control when the results of my goal setting are within my control. They're things that rely on me, not rely on other people. Some other goals that people set around this time of year are things like losing 10 pounds or running a marathon or buying a house. And let's break down really quickly how you can turn those into process-based goals. So it's important to have an endpoint in mind But if your goal is to lose 10 pounds, instead of focusing on this number, focus on meal planning, portion control, and eating healthy as best you can and sticking to that. And also, if you make a mistake and you slip up, just getting right back on track as soon as you can. With running a marathon, your process is creating and sticking to a training program so that you're regularly getting out there and running and evaluating where you're at. If your goal is to buy a house, your process is creating a budget to save money. Goals are like little mile markers on a map that set you off in a different direction. And once you start going down that path, you'll have new experiences, there'll be unknowns, and there will even be setbacks. But the person that you become on the way to getting to those different points along the way is really important. And it is also just really rewarding. Each week, look at the processes you've laid out for yourself and evaluate whether you're following them. This builds accountability with yourself so that you can celebrate small wins. And if you find that it's too hard to complete the roadmap that you've started with, be flexible enough to adjust it and just do less until you can commit to your process each week. I think that's another place where people slip up is that they say, oh, this is my process. I'm going to do this. But then they realize that it's just too hard to do and to be consistent with it. And then they just give up and don't do it at all. And I've definitely done that myself. So I always go back and see what I've been able to achieve in a week. And I tend to be a little bit overzealous with what I think I can achieve in a week or a day. And I have to readjust. And it's okay to readjust. It's okay if the thing that you set out ended up being a little bit too big and audacious and that you have to work in smaller baby steps in order to get there. Consistency builds confidence and checking off some things that you can do each week also helps you build integrity with yourself so that you can stick to that path. If you find yourself making excuses and it's hard to get started, this is also really common and it happens to everybody. I recorded a Crush It Monday a month or two ago about how to be stronger than your excuses and I've linked that in the show notes. You can listen to it or you can read it as a blog post on how to overcome making excuses. Another resource that I highly recommend if you're going to read any book this year is picking up a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. 
I love this guy's writing and I've been a fan of him since he started. And this is his first book that came out last year, but I've read it multiple times because I just think it's so good. And the entire book is about goal setting, changing your habits and changing your identity. And again, his book is called Atomic Habits and that's also linked up in the show notes. I hope this episode was helpful for you, maybe to help you clarify maybe where you're going wrong with your goal setting or help you get on track to setting some better processes and methods. And it helps to write it all down. So I highly recommend if you want to take five minutes, just get a blank piece of paper and write down the things that you want to achieve. Ask yourself if those things are 100% within your control or not. And then write down the processes that you can control in order to work consistently towards those things. Thanks for subscribing to the show on Apple Podcasts and for leaving us reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you're enjoying the show, we read them. We read your reviews every week. And it also helps whenever you leave a review to help other people find the show as well. If you'd like to support my work financially, you can go on patreon.com slash the Sonia Looney show, or you can make a one-time donation on PayPal. And those are linked up in the show notes as well. Thanks again to our podcast sponsor, Sufferfest Beer. And I hope you guys have an awesome week. We'll see you right back here in a few days. See you later.